0: Lecture topic. Acquiring education is based on need. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salatu wa salam salamu ala ibadihi al-lazeen Amma ba'du fa'audu billahi min ash-shaytani r-rajim bismillahi r-rahman r-raheem. Qul hal yastawi al-lazeen ya'lamoon wal-lazeen la ya'lamoon. Innama yatavak. Most respected students of deen, mothers and sisters, for those of you who have returned to the Madrasa, this is now the commencing commencement of a new year in terms of the academic year. whenever the year commences when there's a new beginning of something then it's important to refresh the purpose the objective for being in such an institution for being in a place where one is primary primarily learning dean why was such an institution chosen, wherever it might be, where Deen is the primary focus and other things are secondary. So just to refresh the mind, there has been a long gap in between and in this long gap sometimes we forget what is our direction, what is our purpose, what is our objective. So just as a reminder to ourselves, We will discuss a few aspects in this regard. As mentioned that our primary purpose of being here is to learn Deen and we should never ever allow this to get out of our minds. We should know it well, remember it well, remind others as well, our parents, our siblings, our friends, whoever it might be, those who are in the madrasa, those who are not in the madrasa, who we are in touch with, our immediate family, etc. They all should know that we are here to learn Deen. There should not be a misconception that somebody is thinking that we are here to learn Dunya. No, we are not here to learn Dunya. We should have that very clearly in our minds. Yes. There are some life skill subjects. We will not call it circular subjects. Circular, the very word, is far away from what we believe in. It has got no link to what we believe in. Circular refers to something that is got no concept of God in it. It's a godless thing. We believe in Allah Ta'ala as the only one worthy of worship. Allah alone is the creator of the universe and we have to answer to Allah alone on the day of Qiyamah. Allah Ta'ala does and only He has done and only He can do. So now we believe, everything starts off with our belief in Allah Ta'ala as being the one and only deity, the one and only worthy of worship. That is the starting point of everything for us. And Circular is the total opposite of this. So therefore we will not even use the word circular, we will use the word life skills. So now for example we need to learn some maths to be able to count properly, calculate what we need to calculate, various other things that we use it for and likewise other subjects that are taught to whatever level it is taught. So we should be very clear about this in our hearts and minds that we are here to learn deen and on a secondary level based on the need. The need for ourselves. What is our need? What might be somebody else's need out there? They know. We don't know about that. We don't need to get into it either. What is our need? Based on that, according to the need, this is also catered for and these subjects are taught. Now this is just to repeat what was already said, this is a very important aspect to have clearly in our minds. Uh, the if if this is not clear in somebody's mind, then that is where the confusions come later. Sometimes parents, sometimes maybe others, they want to uh, want an increase in the amount of time that is spent in some of these subjects. Maybe they even want more subjects of this nature to be brought in. Whereas, as mentioned, that this is based on need. So now just to digress a little bit here, that what is your need as students of Deen, girls who have now embarked on the study of Deen, and who have adopted or come to an institution where this is the primary focus, what is your need so the need the most important need and the most fundamental need of every one of us is to become a good Muslim to become a true slave of Allah Ta'ala to become a true Ummati of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam unfortunately sometimes this escapes our minds that this is our need we need this And we need it more than anything else. Sometimes we might have called somebody, we might have contacted someone, we might have spoken to someone, that please help me out, I am desperate for this, whatever it might have been. Something or the other, we all time something, some need, this need, that need. It might be with our parents. Sometimes people get very desperate for certain things. It's a desperate need. What is that desperate need? For some people the desperate need is one smartphone. Desperate need. That's how they describe it as. No, I desperately needed it. For what? All my friends have it. I don't have it. So now I'm feeling left out. I'm feeling like out of place completely. Some people are even laughing at me and mocking me. That you don't have a smartphone. You're totally backwards. So this has become my need now. A desperate need. So can you imagine now? Some people's desperate need is a smartphone. Why? Because without a smart owning a smartphone and not being on some social media groups and not doing this and that, they are now outcasts. So now they can't handle this being an outcast. Outcast by whom? By people themselves who are have cast themselves out. So people who have cast themselves out sometimes from the friendship of Allah Ta'ala, from the boundaries of deen, they've cast themselves out now and they're doing all kinds of things. Now they... Are taunting somebody, that person is feeling like an outcast. Whereas that person is inside. That person doesn't have to feel like an outcast. That person is safe. That person is protected. Because these are all devices that are very dangerous. It can be used correctly but by and large people fall into the danger. So now if we don't have it, we haven't lost out on anything. Rather we have gone to a more safer zone, a safer place. When there's some danger, people leave the dangerous areas and they move to safer ground. If there's concern about flooding, there's a tsunami warning. The tsunami warning, as soon as people receive it, they panic and do what? The first thing they do is, if they are living on the coast, they are living close to the shore, then they flee from there. They don't have time to take too many of their things. They don't worry. They want to save their lives. They run from there. So their possessions are still left behind. Sometimes some valuable things are left behind. But they run away from there. Because this is a very dangerous situation. A tsunami. So likewise, the smartphone becomes a tsunami of vice for many people. It just washes them away. So the safer thing is to be without it. So if you are without it, there is no harm at all. We have done ourselves a lot of good. But now this was the point we were making. For some people, this harmful device to becomes a desperate need. Or they must have it. For some people, some other item, it might be a specific kind of shoe or some kind of garment which they now have felt that everybody has got this kind of thing. I must have it. Must have it. That has become a need. So styles, fashion and what not becomes a must have becomes a need, for some it becomes a desperate need. In all these what we have made desperate needs, my desperate need is this material thing, and that material thing, and this, sometimes things Allah forbid, which are not even correct. We have made it our desperate needs. When are we going to now change that direction, and say my desperate need is to get close to Allah Ta'ala. My desperate need is to become a true servant and slave of Allah Ta'ala. My desperate need is to become a true Ummati of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. My desperate need is to become very conscious and very practical on Deen, practicing on Deen. I must be fully adhering to the commands of Allah Ta'ala, to the Mubarak way of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is my desperate need. And indeed it is the most desperate need that we can ever have. And the greatest tragedy is that we don't even regard it as a need. But if we don't realize now that it is our most desperate need, then every person when they will be laid in their cover, let alone being laid in the cover, while they are still in this dunya but slipping away, when the pangs of death have started, then they will realize this was the most desperate need. But that realization at that time will be too late. So now this is the most desperate need that we have. Now needs are of different levels. A person has a need for food also. They have a need for shelter. They have a need for medicine. They have many needs. But all the needs are not on the same level. A person can still live without a shelter also for a couple of days. In some makeshift situation, something. Allah Ta'ala save us from all difficulties and hardships. Allah grant afiyat to the entire Ummad. But what's currently the case in Gaza and many other parts of the world also where the Muslims are in great suffering, but the very blatant situation that has come up is in Gaza where what kind of zulm is being committed upon the Muslims and what kind of halat and conditions they are being subjected to. And how many of them, hundreds of thousands of them, out in the open, some kind of makeshift structure. But they somehow are surviving in that. So the shelter is also a basic need. But it is something that is not on the same level as the need for food. Food is also a need. Water is a need. And shelter is also a need. But the food and shelter, the, the shelter is not in any way close to the extent of need of food and water. With this, without that shelter you can pull some days, somehow you'll make do, some weeks you'll make do also. But food, water, if for the entire 24 hours a person went without any food and water, it's already very weak. And 48 hours goes like that, he can barely walk now. And 72 hours, he's be already now half, dying. So that's the case with food and water. Now likewise, there's a need, we just spoke about our desperate need to become the true ummatis of Nabi Karim wasallam, and to become the true slaves of Allah Ta'ala. That's a need and we spoke about the need of some life skill subjects. Now the word need was used for both. But these needs are further, the distance between them is further than the east and the west. Both are needs, we accept. But there is no way the second need, the need of learning some life skill subjects can be compared to the desperate need of becoming a true slave of Allah Ta'ala, becoming a true Ummati of Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Now when this is the reality, can we imagine now what a the, the whole priorities are so upside down that the time and effort that is spent in so many people's lives on the very, very secondary need, it's a need in a but comparatively it's a minute need. And the desperate need of being a good Muslim, of being connected to Allah Ta'ala, becoming the true friend of Allah Ta'ala, that is like a sideline thing that must never become the situation we need to be very conscious about this, have our hearts and minds clear, we have come here to learn deen, we have not come here for any other purpose so like a person builds a house to live in it that is the primary purpose and because that's the purpose of the house, so now there's different places of the home to accommodate that living in a very comfortable way, there will some. Place as a bedroom, and some will be a lounge, and there'll be a dining room and there'll be a kitchen and be but then but that home is incomplete if there's no bathroom in it. But if a person says he's building the home for the sake of the bathroom, say is wrong with him. On oh a half the house, half the house is for the other facilities. so now if it's a hundred square metre house, fifty square meters for all the other facilities, and fifty square meters for the bathroom. Say, something is very wrong with this person. 50 square meter bathroom. That is proportionate. What is the need of the house? In that house, this is a necessity. But that is proportionate. It might take up about 3, 4%, 5% at the most of the space that the entire house takes up. So, that's 5%. It's a need. Now, you don't look. What need is of 5%, you don't give it 25% importance. You don't give it 50% importance. Otherwise somebody will laugh about this and they will say something is wrong here. So likewise we need to understand what is the priorities. And not just understand the priority, understand the level of the priority. So something is a priority, but on a very high level. So our priority is to learn Deen. To become acquainted with our Rabb. To gain His Marifat. To become His friends. And in order to get there, to be able to gain that ma'rifah, to become the friends of Allah Ta'ala, we need to learn what is the shariat of deen, what is the shariat Allah Ta'ala has given us. We need to learn deen, the Quran and Sunnah. We need to understand what Allah Ta'ala wants from us. Then by practicing on that, so that's a need now. So the need was to learn, because without knowing, we cannot do anything. A person hasn't learned how to make wudu. They just cannot get it right then. They might just slap some water on their face and wash half of the hand and think, well, they were watching somebody doing something so they just tried to imitate. But that wuzu is not wudu. So there can be no salah also that will be valid with such a wuzu. So you have to learn the wudu properly. You have to learn the masail of Taharat. We'll have to learn salah. And likewise the rest of deen that is applicable to us, without learning, we can do nothing. So now learning itself has become a need. And then learning and not practicing, that will be a bigger problem. Because that knowledge will come and testify against the person on the day of Qiyamat. So now that practice has become a very, very great need. Because that is going to be the vehicle that is going to take us to Allah. Thala. So we will, we will have to use that knowledge and on that knowledge, you will have to practice. this learning and practicing will now put us onto the path of inshallah reaching. So this is our primary need. And a person who doesn't understand that this is the most important need, when suddenly life is now beginning to leave, then the person will realize. So we still have this chance. Allah knows best how long we're around. We must get our mindsets very, very clear. That we are here to learn Deen. We are here to pract- learn how to practice on Deen. Learning Deen is not for the madrasa. Learning to recite Quran Sharif is not for madrasa. Learning whatever other lessons of Deen we are taught is not for the exams. It is for life. It is to make ourselves according to that knowledge of Deen, the correct and pristine purity that. It has come to us from Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to practice on that and with complete sincerity and to try and do the best we can and get closer to Allah ta'ala. That is our purpose. That is our objective. So the very important aspect is our intention in this regard. Why have we come here? So now we must refresh that intention and this intention must keep getting refreshed. There isn't a time when there is no need to refresh the intention, every day we should refresh it. And in the course of the day too, we should refresh it sometimes. That intention has a very big impact on what we do. Intention has an impact on action. And the kind of action, that is a kind of conclusion. That's how a person will die. Kama As you live, you will die. And as you die, you'll be resurrected on the day of Qiyamat. So now, the intention is a starting point. So now we must make our intention very clear. Make it now that I'm here to learn Deen. I'm here to learn to recognize Allah Ta'ala. I'm here to learn the Mubarak way of life of Nabi Karim Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. I'm here to learn how to become a true Ummati of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And a true slave of Allah Ta'ala above everything. So, when this is a very clear intention and this intention is renewed and refreshed daily, then inshallah our direction will become that. Because now, when we want to become the true slaves of Allah Ta'ala, we will have to do what is going to please Allah Ta'ala. We are going to have to stay away from what will displease Him. So now this is the way that we will then go forward. And we will then be motivated to do the right things and to stay away from the wrong things because this has become our purpose, our direction. But that became the direction from where? From this constant refreshing of the intention and reaffirming that intention and then taking the necessary steps forward, starting something off. When we start it off with sincerity, Allah Taala will open the way for us further. So, this is a very, very important lesson that we should keep Bringing to heart and mind, and even inshallah our muallimas will discuss this lesson from time to time with us, that we have come here to learn deen. We have not come here for any other purpose. Whatever else is there, is there. It's a secondary thing. It's on a very, very low level compared to what we have come here for. But just on the level of dunya necessity, which is very temporary, which is very minimal, we will learn whatever is ne- according to the need. But we should not ever be having that mindset that that is the primary thing and Deen is a secondary thing, then we've lost the whole track. So Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq that we now apply ourselves correctly. Learning is not just to go through the motions, it requires the effort, it requires effort on several fronts, it requires effort in several aspects. One part of the effort is the attending of the lessons with regularity, with punctuality. We're there on time and before time. We are there with full heart and mind, paying attention to what is being taught and with the intention that this is what I want to make amal on, I'm going to learn. So this is one effort. The effort in terms of the timings and then whatever work is given, that homework, etc., to try and complete that so that whatever lesson was taught is consolidated well in our hearts and minds. So now that's one, one way, one part of this process. The other part of it is the effort has to be made in inculcating that knowledge in our lives, that, that practice of that knowledge, inculcating that practice in our lives. That's an effort as well. One effort is the theory. But the theory must get converted into practice because it's all about practice. It's all about bringing Amal into our lives. Not only is learning for the sake of learning. Learning for the sake of Amal. When a person would learn for the sake of Amal, Allah Ta'ala will open the doors of Amal. So we should love Ilm. It is stated by one of the great personalities doesn't come to mind right now the name. That a person will not be able to get onto Amal if he is finding himself averse towards Ilm. Now sometimes a person is sitting in a classroom with Deen is being taught. But the person's heart is not there, feeling uncomfortable. I don't want to be here. I this is boring for me, I don't like to be here. I'm feeling averse. If that is the case, feeling negative. If that is the case, that a person is sitting even in a dini gathering, sitting in a dini majlis, sitting in a classroom where Deen is being taught, but feeling negative about this, I don't want to be here, I don't feel nice being here, I should have rather be somewhere else. Such a person will very likely not make Amal. If a person is feeling uneasy about acquiring Ilm, such a person will not come down onto Amal. And if a person is feeling uneasy about Amal, uneasy about Amal, tell somebody, sit with a novel, 500 page novel. They'll sit and some complain themselves that the whole night comes out. They can't, can't stop. And they just get caught up in these things. And these things are written by people who are corrupted. So they fill their corruption in it. And by the time a person has read a few novels, the whole mindset starts changing. The whole thinking goes in the line of those corrupted things that have been put into that book. But now you give a person that novel, 500 pages, 400 pages, the whole night will come out, they can't stop. But ask the person to read Quran Sharif, after one page, very uneasy already. And after two pages now is becoming na'uzubillah unbearable. Na'uzubillah, summa na'uzubillah. And then cannot just continue anymore. Just stops and we'll see now tomorrow. So the minimal of time in Quran Sharif, minimal of time in any, so now there is an uneasiness about amal. When there's an uneasiness about amal, Allah forbid this is now a very dangerous path. That a person could then fall off the track somewhere. So now it starts off with wanting to have that ilm and wholeheartedly being ready to make that effort to acquire it, and then wholeheartedly making the effort to practice on that ilm. Inshallah, if we do these few things, we will see a tremendous benefit. We will see how this ilm will change our lives for the better. How things will work out very easily for us. And in dunya and akhirat, inshaAllah, we'll see the great success that comes out of this ilm and this amal. This is the path to gaining the marifat of Allah Ta'ala and to become close to Allah Ta'ala, to become close to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So let's make this intention, even write it down and put it on the side of your desk somewhere, so that you are reminded from time to time that this is the intention I need to refresh and never ever neglect Amal keep pushing oneself into more amal, and inshallah we'll see how this will open the doors of Ilm and for Amal as well. Allah Ta'ala give us the Wa wa'akhir da'wana, and Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Adameen. Allahumma lakal hamdukuluhu wa lakal wa lakashukrukuluhu. Allahumma lakal hamdukuluhu wa Allahumma lakal hamdukuluhu kulluhu. Allahumma wa lakashukuluhu wa lakashukuluhu wa جزى الله عنا نبينا محمدًا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله ربنا علمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخف لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب استر وارحم أنت خير الراحمين اللهم اغفر لنا ولوالدينا ولأساتذتنا ولمشايخنا ولجميع المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الأحياء منهم والأموات اللهم اغفر لأمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم رحم أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم فرج الكرب عن أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحابته معين والحمد لله.